G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It's tough to be alone. Sometimes we're surrounded by people and yet we still feel alone. But one of God's promises for you is this, that one day, one day you'll be reunited with Jesus. And not only that, you'll be spending the rest of eternity with him. How's that for a promise? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we take a look at your here and now and your eternity from a different perspective. Hope is one of the most important things to our well-being that there is. It's a feeling or an expectation or a desire for good things to happen in our futures. You know, when you sit there and you daydream about this or that, it's always about good things, isn't it? It's as though you're creating a photo album in your mind of the good things that you want to happen to you in the future. Worry and fear is pretty much the same, but that photo album is full of dark and negative images. When we lose hope in the future, we often lose the will to go on. That's why hope for tomorrow is such an important part of who we are. But it's really interesting. The word hope appears around 133 times throughout the Bible, but its meaning is a little different to what we're used to today. See, when we talk about hope, when we hope for something, it has that sense of uncertainty about it, generally. I hope I'll get a promotion at work. I hope the scans didn't detect cancer. I hope that my kids will grow up to lead healthy, productive, successful lives. When something is certain, like you know that you're going on a two-week holiday starting next Thursday, we look forward to that with anticipation. But when something is uncertain, then we hope that it'll happen. But the biblical word for hope doesn't make any room for uncertainty. The moment you read hope in the Bible, it's an indication of absolute certainty. As the article on Bible.org says, the word hope in Scripture means a strong, confident expectation. So you see, there's a profound difference between the way that we use that word hope today and the way it's used in God's word. And if we transpose our meaning onto that word hope in Scripture, then we completely miss the point. Take this passage, for instance. For in hope we were saved. Now, hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he can see? But if we hope for that we do not see, we wait for it in patience. Romans chapter 8, verses 24 and 25. Now, if you read those words using our modern-day understanding of the meaning of that word hope, It's not a very helpful passage at all. Let me give you the contemporary version. For in uncertain hope you were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he hasn't seen? But if we have a wishy-washy uncertain hope for what we don't see, then we'll wait for it with patience. Now, not only isn't it helpful, but it just doesn't make sense. Because if we wait with a wishy-washy uncertain hope, then there's no way we're going to feel patient on the inside. So let's read it the way that it was meant to be read when it was written. For in a certain rock-solid hope we were saved. Now, hope that is seen 
isn't hope, for we don't hope for what we can't see. But if we have a strong, certain hope for what we do not see, then we can wait for it with patience. Now that makes sense. Now it's a help. So the hope that God talks about, the hope that the Holy Spirit puts into our hearts, is a rock-solid, guaranteed, done deal, it's going to happen, certain kind of hope. It's more akin to our understanding of anticipation. You know you're going on holidays next Thursday, so you anticipate and savour that certainty. That's what the biblical word hope actually means. And one of the things that we can hope in with absolute certainty is that when we die and when Jesus comes again, we will be reunited with him. In those days before he was crucified, Jesus told his disciples that he was going away. Now, that that was a scary thing for them because they could sense the assassination plot and they were wondering if, if they were going to be next. But this is what Jesus said to them, John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me, for in my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you also will be. So this Jesus who was born as a babe onto the earth for us, this Jesus who died for us and who rose again, this Jesus who sits now at the right hand of the Father, this Jesus whose name is above every other name, to whom every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord, this very same Jesus is the one with whom we'll be reunited on that day. The Apostle Paul puts it this way in his letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 4, verses 16 to 18. For the Lord himself, with a cry of command, with the archangel's call, and with the sound of God's trumpet, will descend from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up in the clouds together with them to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore encourage one another with these words. Forget the dramatic happenings around Christ's second coming for a moment, as as glorious and as wonderful as that day is certainly going to be. The bit that grabs my heart is this, that we will be with the Lord forever, forever. We will be reunited with Jesus and we will be with him forever and ever and ever without end. Therefore, writes Paul, therefore encourage one another with these words, exactly what I want to do today, to encourage you with these words. Because whatever your present circumstances are, and the disciples, when Jesus told them that he was going away, their circumstances were terribly desperate. They were in fear of their very lives. So whatever you're going through at the moment, if you believe in Jesus, then you have the absolute rock-solid, it's a done deal hope that one day you will be reunited with him. You will dwell with him forever and ever and ever. Amen. Now, that's what I call something to really look forward to. The reason that I've called this series of messages Merchants of Hope is that this rock-solid certain hope of an eternity with Jesus is meant to do two things. It's meant to make a difference in your life and it's meant to make a difference in the lives of the people around you. You see... If you believe in Jesus and you're not filled with this rock-solid, certain, confident hope in Christ, then it's pretty difficult, I think you'll agree, to impact the lives of people around you with the good news of Jesus. And actually, 
I think that good news is a complete understatement. I'd go with fantastic news. I'd, I'd go with mind-blowingly stunning news. The best news that's ever been told or that ever will be told. Anyone who believes in Jesus needs to be telling this great news to the people around them, not, not by being one of those boring, Bible-bashing, condemnatory Christians, but by letting our confidence in Christ, the certain hope that we have in him, overflow out of our lives into the lives of the people around us. If you have forgiveness where others want to create conflict, if, if you have a warm smile on your face when others just have a furrowed brow and steely eyes, if you have a sense of assurance when the ocean of life is tossing people to and fro in some great storm, hey, people are going to notice. As Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20, we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we entreat you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. See, Anyone who believes in Jesus is an ambassador of his. You and I are meant to be merchants of hope. That's the whole point. That's how people's lives are going to be transformed. Life can be hard work sometimes. And as that daily grind just kind of grinds away at us, it's easy to forget that Jesus died and rose again to give us victory. That's why every now and then, just as the Spirit leads, perhaps when you least expect it even, I'd love to send you a short text message of encouragement straight to your phone. That's what Victory SMS is all about. Roughly every other week, I ask the Lord, what word of encouragement could I give today? So if you'd like the occasional word of encouragement, head across to victorysms.org and when you do subscribe, you'll immediately receive a free copy of my e-book, Power Unlimited. Thousands already have and the most common response, hey, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. How did you know that? Thank you so much. It's simply amazing how powerfully the Spirit of God can move through just a short text message and I'd love to encourage you too to live your life in victory. Again, that web address is victorysms.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.